Good morning. This is Nancy Gill with the James Exchange on this very fine Thursday. And I have a special guest today, Ed Brooks. This is the second time I've had him on the podcast. But today he is telling us what is happening in Esmont at the Yancey Community Center on Saturday. We also ventured into discussions on the overall programming at Yancey School, especially, most especially, their community garden. I spoke with Ed yesterday for this morning's podcast. Enjoy and have a great, great weekend, Halloween weekend. Well, I am speaking today with Ed Brooks out at the Yancey School Community Center, and he's got lots of things. Well, not only him, but the county has events this weekend out there, and there's also a lot of really great things happening at the Yancey School Garden. So, Ed, hi. Well, good afternoon, Nancy. How are you? I am doing great. Good. Well, thank you for inviting me to converse with you this afternoon for the events and activities that we have going on this uh, for this coming weekend and even last weekend we had a pretty big day with the with the first public opening of the um, Yancey Heritage and History exhibit which tells the story of segregated education here in the Esmont Southern Albemarle area. Um, you know, just because of COVID, we couldn't do it as like a, an open free for the whole public, but we did have some invited guests that came and it was a good gathering of folk and the press came. And so um, we feel like the exhibit uh, launched into the public domain this past weekend, which is so fortuitous because it just sets us up for some more public events that are coming up one week later. And um, it all started out with uh, the county wanted to wanted to emphasize keeping the roadsides clear by you know community cleanup, roadside trash pickup, and there is a um, an organization throughout Virginia called Keep Virginia Beautiful, and so we have somewhat connected with them, and we want to do our part here in Albemarle County. So we um, we we kind of are. Uh, changed it a little bit and we said keep Albemarle beautiful uh-huh. and, uh, so there were different quadrants of the county the eastern side we did some things at the Milton boat landing uh, we also did some things at the Ryle Mills uh, boat landing as well right up there near the um, the North Fork Dam of the Rivanna River and so it's amazing Nancy um, you know people throw sofas and furniture and televisions and different things on the side of the road and it's like wow so um we've had a history here in southern albemarle just down through the years of picking up trash you know mostly bottles and cans that just just seem to every year just litter the side of the road so we did this back in march april as just a a local community event and we had uh, over 50 people turn out, you know, between Howardsville, Schuyler, Esmond, Porter, Sand Road, that type of thing. So, but we're joining in now with the larger county effort. And we are looking forward to this weekend having what we call the Southern Albemarle, um, Keep Albemarle Beautiful campaign. So this is inclusive of Scottsville, Howardsville, Esmond, Keene, Sand Road, North Garden, uh, the whole Southern Albemarle area. 
And so, uh, you know, we're looking for a lot of volunteers to come out and we're going to do this trash cleanup, roadside trash cleanup from 8.30 to 11.30 on this Saturday morning, October the 30th. And of course, this is the day before the traditional Halloween. So to get even more, um, I guess I would call hip and catchy, we have <laughs> loosely dubbed this the, let me see, um, trash trick or treat. Oh, I pick up. Yeah, you can come in your costume if you like to pick up trash on Saturday morning and just have a little fun with it. Uh, we're excited. We're going to do a little recycling, pick up the trash. VDOT is supplying us with about 200 bags. And so, uh, you know, right now we have about 25, somewhere between 25 and 30 volunteers. But, you know, for an area as large as we are, you know, we can certainly always use more volunteers to get involved. And we're hoping that the students from Scottsville Elementary and Red Hill Elementary will get involved too, because, you know, just throwing trash out of the window of the vehicles and into the highways is, um, it's baffling. It's beyond my understanding of what, what, what's the thought when you just throw trash or a bottle or can out the window. Yeah, I think people just don't want it in their car. But if they just had a trash bag dedicated to whatever they're eating or drinking, and we should not be yes. drinking and driving here, folks, but <laughs> if they just had that, and when they stop to get gas, they just put it in the garbage container right there by the gas pump. I don't get it either. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're trying to focus on last year in, in, in March, April, when we did this, uh, we coincided it with National National Clean Out Day, mm -hmm. which was more or less about cleaning out homes from you know poisonous types of cleaners and things. But we but we called it the Springtime National Cleanup, which still worked. Mm -hmm. And we had some some youngsters come out, and it was amazing that they were they were puzzled by the amount of trash on the side of the road. And I said, you know, this is it. We have to get the youngsters to understand that. You know, we just don't do this. This just doesn't make any logical sense to throw trash out in your community and in your road. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are inviting particularly more young people to get involved, which is why we did the costume theme. And, you know, we're going to see how it works. Um, I'm glad that the rain, um, the first rain went through on Monday night. The second rain is coming through on Thursday. Uh, no, Thursday night into Friday. But Saturday morning? forecast is for sunshine to get back in here. And so um, we're telling people that the weather looks great. Well, that sounds really good. Now, I heard you say that Scottsville is included in this as well. So have you caught up with Matt? Yes, I have. Um, I have emailed Matt. I think that he is um, probably a little busy, but I, I, I expect to hear from him before the week uh, concludes as to in terms of getting involved and um, Supervisor Donna Price is planning to be there and I'm not sure if Stuart Munson has um, served in public office before but uh, we've become friends and so he um, he gets involved in a lot of different things and Chris Wade of course has been around for quite some time and um, he's uh, he's getting involved as well so I'm uh, still looking for more folks, though, from the Scottsville area to join in with us. And, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be all day, 
but we do have all day events planned. And I would be remiss if I didn't say, um, you know, for those that volunteer, I felt like if you put in the time to come that we would like to do a community gathering lunch. So after we get done with the roadside cleanup at 1130, we are sponsoring a community gathering lunch in the Yancey Community Garden. Now this is going to be catered by the Ben Barbecue, which is a Scottsville newly opened restaurant that's been around for a few months, but they've been doing curbside and you know, orders, but they've now opened up a storefront on the old Barefoot Country Store location. And they have done quite a few events with us here at Yancey and in the Esmond community. Uh, most recently, the, um, the, uh, a, the community fun day in Simpson Park. But a little bit of twist to this, Nancy. It's not just gonna be their regular menu because it's in the garden and it's fall. I asked Eric LaFontaine if he could have this um, menu be soup, salad, and chili in a bag. Now, you might be wondering, what is chili in a bag? Well, we're going to have broccoli soup, broccoli cheddar cheese soup, uh -huh. um, regular salad. Uh -huh. And um, I went to school in Buffalo. And uh, while I was there, they served something one time because it's cold up there, right? Yes. <laughs> it was chili poured over Fritos in a bag that you can scoop out with a spoon or fork. Uh -huh. So that's why we're calling it soup salad and chili in a bag, which is kind of going along with the cool fall days in the garden and um, just has a warmth ring to it. So, so what kind of a yeah. bag do you put the chili in? Well, we're gonna just buy a, uh, now, you know, um, you know, I do definitely try to eat well, uh -huh. but the chili in a bag is gonna be beef chili poured over a bag of Frito-Lays, uh -huh. <laughs> filled with salt, okay? I mean, I'm just going to tell you that this is going to be one day you got to put that aside. Well, <laughs> they are out picking up trash and hopefully expending a lot of energy, and perhaps um, they need a salt intake. Yes, uh, Nancy, your, your sound has dipped just a little bit. I'm not hearing you yes. quite as well as it was when we started. Can, that? Uh, is that better? No, it actually, it's a little bit lower. How's that? Oh, great. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry about those out there who are listening to this, but yeah. Um, so tell me about the community garden, because I saw a post for pollinator plants, and this excites me because I think the more pollination we have in the region, the better. So what's going on with the pollinator plants with... Um, the, the vegetables and everything yeah. you've been doing there this fall. Sure. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm so excited about this because right now at this moment, uh, just for the fall, we call it the pumpkin festival, uh, the annual pumpkin festival in the garden. I've got 50 pumpkins strategically set up around the garden just for decoration, but we had a great growing season working in collaboration with our um, Esmond community volunteers and the Master Guard, Piedmont Master Gardeners chapter. Uh, several ladies from the Scottsville area joined up with several ladies from here in Esmont that are Piedmont Master Gardeners. So we had all sorts of things that, you know, this was our first spring growing season. So we had um, okra, tomatoes, uh, potatoes, corn, um, lots of things like that. But now for the fall, we've got 
um, kale and um, uh, creasy salad, uh, radishes, beets, and what else is out there? I think those are the main things that are growing right now in abundance. So we're, we're excited about that. But two weekends ago, we planted our first bee pollinator garden. And we planted that though in a separate location from the vegetable garden. Mm -hmm. The native plant garden is right here in front of my window that I look out of. It's about probably 300 feet from the vegetable garden. So Albemarle County is truly pushing native plants. And this has been a new world for me. Um, I grew up in Esmon and I was a 4-H kid, but somehow I missed I just thought all we needed was good dirt, good rain, and good sunshine, and <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm admitting that I didn't really understand the whole bee pollinating part of this. Uh-huh. Now that I sit out in the vegetable gardens a lot, I see bees all the time, mm -hmm. you know, lighting and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, there it is. But the county, um, and without, you know, resourcing this, we planted 300 native plants of 30 different varieties in front of my window. It's a 300 square foot plot. And that's only been in one week or a week and a half now. And we're just so excited. It may be three years before all of these native plants are fully uh, developed. Mm -hmm. But the whole point is that they're going to bring in um, non-aggressive Virginia honeybees. And so, um, I don't know, I just kind of felt like all of the bees were in the same bag, but they're not. There are lots of species of bees. And we have four, we're about to put five birdhouses in the garden mm -hmm. um, out there as well. So, you know, Nancy, we are expanding our parameters of what we've known. And I, I, most, I don't know, most interesting to me is that there are other people like me who grew up you know, using pesticides and pillars <laughs> and all of that stuff. And yet, you know, they're kind of interested in like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Um, we had like four or five different tomatoes out there in the garden this year. Some of them like just never seen the variety. So, you know, people were just stopping by and it's like, what are these? What are these? And <laughs> it just, um, you know, we're getting there. Cause you know, um, I didn't grow up putting vegetables in a box, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we got we have 18 garden boxes in our garden mixed with flowers we have lots of flowers because people like the color right yes so yeah but but your so, boxes aren't the traditional four foot by eight foot wooden boxes i mean what i've seen there is so creative and just so aesthetically pleasing the way yeah. you've got you've got the paths weaving through and did, did you have someone to come and design that or did you we just- We did and it happened, um, I would say it happened organically, spontaneously. My former manager, Siri Russell, her husband is a landscape architect, uh -huh. Peter Russell. So when we were planning to do a garden here at Yancey, it was just, you know, planted in the dirt like we normally do. COVID came, things got delayed. Um, I started visiting with other community gardeners in Charlottesville, and then I learned that box gardening was a pretty nifty way to control the soil. Mm -hmm. But what I mostly saw was, is that if you're planting a community garden, it helps for people to see it. Mm -hmm. So I had planned to just do our garden in the back 
um, because the land was a little flatter. But as I began to think about, well, you want people to know it's there, I, I said, I'm gonna do it in the front. And then I moved towards a box garden. I haven't shared this a lot of places, but my, my first month out of college, I actually worked at Snow's Nursery. Um, I don't know, I just kind of felt like, you know, I was grew up a gardener. My mother's maiden name is Gardener. And I just thought maybe that I would rather just have my hands in the dirt. But after one month of cutting grass on commercial lawns, I decided that I would seek out my broadcasting career, which, which I had majored in. But I still have fond memories of Dwayne Snow and Snow's Nursery. So I went by there last August uh -huh. just to look at getting some uh, mulch. And while I was there, I saw all of these decorative rocks out in the parking lot. And I just remembered from 30 years ago that those were pretty expensive rocks. And so I asked the, um, you know, the attendant, like, you know, how much are those? And he said, we're trying to get rid of them, like half price fire sale. And then see, these were some of the most beautiful decorative rocks and I bought all of them. Mm -hmm. It took six truckloads from snows to get everything that I purchased out here. And um, Peter Russell had put together a pretty nice design that had been the result of 10 people showing up last August, July, to talk about what they would like the Yancey Garden to look like. It was next to the old playground, which you know the school is no longer operating as a school. So we kind of had the advantage of a garden was going to be in between the gymnasium and the two former playgrounds. Mm -hmm. It actually had been a community garden years before when there was an after-school program here. But the concept of recreational community garden kind of slipped in there. And so he drew it up. He drew it up with the Y for Yancey. That's the entryway when you come. Um, the boxes were just on the sheet, but because we had the decorative rocks, um, Francis Figgins, who was a longtime member of the community, just has the most creative mind. And she just like, she would come up and say, Ed, I got an idea. Ed, I got an idea. <laughs> and it was like, you know, all of the shapes and designs that she's put into it are just incredible. Even three boxes that say with love, with a huge heart in the middle. Mm. Um, yeah, I... Um, I just, I just, I, sh I shudder sometimes when I think about just, this wasn't really planned like this, but because you just allow volunteers to, you know, stay within the parameters, but not to be stilted. It's amazing what people's skills and creativities can do if you don't get in the way. Exactly. So, yeah, if you don't get in the way. So, and then they also, they feel like they have ownership of it as well. So uh, that helps. I don't have to worry too much about someone thinking that, you know, what the garden needs this or the garden needs that. Uh, it has truly been a community collaborative that the people feel like it's their garden. And um, I'm just happy to have been a part of this. It kind of, it still gives me chills just to think about um, just how people care about the spot that was just an open lawn um, just a year ago. Well, it's also so important that the community is staying in close touch with that site. 
because the community put so much into the Yancey School in past yeah. decades. And it, I, th I think it's great. The one thing that I do want to mention um, is that Peter Russell, without us prodding him, put a, um, a movie screen on the side of the building. Ah. <laughs> ah, you know, along with the water barrels and the compost boxes, we have five compost boxes, which I didn't grow up knowing about that either, but uh, it's been a lot of fun um, because we got a food pantry here. So we have a source of um, fuel to the compost all the mm -hmm. time. And, um, but, the, but the movie screen was something that really intrigued us. So I'm happy to share that this Saturday night at seven o'clock, we are going to show our first movie on the Yancey Grounds Outdoors right beside the community garden. So in, in collaboration with Halloween, we are showing a movie called Coco, which uh -huh. is G-Lee. And uh, we went out and purchased a movie screen and equipment mm -hmm. just so that we could add that to our repertoire. So after the trash cleanup in the morning mm -hmm. and after the community lunch and Highland, who I worked for before I came here, which is the home of uh, former president James Monroe, they are coming out here to help people build a fall Thanksgiving um, baskets. Um, that you can sit on your table for the fall season with materials from Highland, which will include magnolia cones and Osage oranges and boxwood twigs. And we did it last year, it was pretty good, uh, but this year we thought we would do it live. So it's the um, tr trash cleanup in the morning, mm -hmm. community gathering lunch, coupled with a uh, make a fall basket right out in the garden. And then that night we're going to do um, our movie. That what time be, do you anticipate the movie starting? I know it's getting darker much earlier now. Yes, we're asking people to come at five o'clock. You can, you can bring uh, your own meals. We're going to serve hot chocolate, allow people to sit on hay. We've mm -hmm. got uh, lots of pumpkins. So I've got some carving kits if people want to carve a pumpkin while you wait for the movie to start. Um, uh, the movie's going to touch off at seven when it's completely dark. Mm -hmm. But you okay. can come before then to just kind of run around the garden. And like I said, we're going to let you carve pumpkins and we're going to have hot chocolate and Ben and Jerry's ice cream, all of it. <laughs> yeah. So let's run through the schedule again. 8.30 is when people come to get information on the cleanup, form teams, yep. and then go off. 11.30, they gather back at Yancey School for a community lunch. Yeah. And they get with the um, bas fall baskets, which is all kind of combined. That's great. And then people get to go home and then come back at five for more festivities and a movie Coco at seven. Yeah, I forgot to mention one thing, Nancy, and I'm so sorry, but okay. there's, one more event, there's one more event in there from one to three. And it's called the Esmond Community Cares, which will be the second time we're doing this. But this is in collaboration with um, the African-American Pastors Council, where household goods and personal care items will be distributed to the community. We did this last year, and it was just wildly successful, uh, maybe because of COVID, but you know, there's things like household cleaners and toilet paper and soap and all sorts of detergents that are already boxed up, and you can come between one and three and get that. So, 
we are truly making it a continuous day of events from 8.30 in the morning all the way until nine o'clock at night. Well, that, that's just fantastic, Ed. And don't forget that you're on the Gospel Festival Committee. I don't know when the Gospel Festival is going to be yet, but um, probably in about a year, year and a half. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I really am. And so um, I think we're back to at least outdoor events with no restrictions. So yes, uh, that works. So please... Um, just let me know when the planning starts and I'd love to be a part of it. Perfect. So I am going, oh, thank you so much for talking with me today. And I plan on putting this out first thing in the morning. Wonderful. Thank you for all of your help and assistance. And, um, you know, we just have enjoyed the whole year of collaborating with Scottsville community on different things. You know, the Bateau Festival, we mm -hmm. came down after the, um, the unfortunate storm came and we did some uh, cutting branches and things over at the uh, Scottsville apartments. And we've been down to the Bee Pollinators uh, Festival. And so, you know, it's just been fun. I just, this is just a fun gig that's not even like working. So um, <laughs> really. We're building community, that's for sure. And you now have a great view, or at least the beginning of a great view out your office window. Yes, and they have told me that these plants, that um, it's a three-year cycle. Uh -huh. So first year, they sleep. The second year, they creep. And the third year, they leap. <laughs> so how about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there we go. It sounds great. And yes. maybe one day you'll have some um, beehives. You know, someone else mentioned that to me. And um, I'm going to have you talk to me a little bit more about that because, I don't know, Nancy, somewhere in there, there's a little bit of fear about, you know, collecting the honey and stuff. But I probably well, you, just learn a little bit more about this. You do have a beekeeper in your, within your team ranks. Oh, I do? You do. You may want to talk with Denise Bush. Ah, <laughs> yes. Good friend of mine. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. And right. there you go. And there you have it. So anyway, really great talking to you. And yeah. I'll get this out, as I said, tomorrow morning. So people know what's going on on Saturday in Esmont. Thank you so much, Nancy, for uh, contacting me today and I appreciate the opportunity. Hey, it's my pleasure. You too. Yes. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I had to chuckle at a few of Ed's comments, especially the ones regarding planting in the dirt and composting. I grew up about 850 miles from Esmont, but my childhood memories are very much the same as Ed's. So everyone, have a great, again, a great Halloween weekend.